Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to episode, what the heck is this, Bruce? Episode 9 of Cottage Tech. I tend to lose count at uh, number 3, and uh, it's pretty dark out there, so we're either very early in the morning or very late at night. Hey, I got the calculator going. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's under two digits, so it's got to be episode 9. All right. Well, well, good evening to you, Cliff, and uh, it's been one hell of a winter. Oh, man. Hey, h- how do you spell snow? I'll tell you, we are buried up here. And uh, global warming uh, didn't, yeah, quite, right. didn't quite happen. Not in this lifetime. Well, I'll tell you, though, there is a theory out there, in it, and uh, I believe it's true. I read about this about five, ten years ago, that as the polar ice caps melt, the northern o- oceans will cool. There will be much more snow, colder winter for a brief period of time until those waters warm up, and then it will be uh, true into global warming. So I think we're going through that, and we certainly had the snow. And uh, if you look outside the cottage right now with the snow melting and the rain coming down, Cliff, what do you see? Uh, I see water, dude. Um, How high is the water, Mama? The old song goes, and it is flooding here. We had to drive through about six inches to even get in. The road was flooded out at one point. Uh, you know that floating dock we put in last summer? Uh, I noticed it is floating. It's floating, baby. Uh, ha- in fact, ha- it's floating above the uh, the fixed dock that we bolted to the bottom of the lake. Yeah, how about that dock that we bolted to the bottom of the lake? I don't see it out there, Cliff. Where is um, it? We bolted it to the bottom of the lake, and I think the lake is a little bit higher than the dock that we bolted to the bottom of the lake. Yeah, we've got water <laughs> about two feet above the highest levels of the normal summer. If we're going to tie up, we've got to sink the boat. It's yeah. a good thing we don't have the boat. <laughs> We'd have to sink it to tie it up. Well, the whole project, and hopefully we'll get pictures of this, is Cliff always goes out for his morning coffee in the dock. Uh, Of course, the issue is the dock is under two feet of water right now, so we're hoping to get you some pictures tomorrow morning of Cliff having his coffee on the dock, uh, somewhat submerged, but we'll see what happens. I think my coffee's going to get cold, Bruce. Hey, I'll tell you. Uh, a couple other things happened this winter that were pretty uh, pretty amazing, and we'll talk briefly about them today. Uh, the only topics we've really got in mind is the flooding, the trip in here, and what we're dealing to, doing to cope with it. Uh, however, through the winter, two things of significance did happen. We had the uh, the septic tank freeze, which is just a really exciting. Thing. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, and uh, and the second thing is I uh, broke my ankle, so I've been somewhat off my feet out of work which isn't necessarily a terrible thing but uh, it certainly has cramped my style which is actually probably a good thing because after we got the uh, septic tank cleared out uh, with the broken ankle he couldn't chase me too well i couldn't chase anybody very well if if it after after what we did if he'd caught me i'd probably be dead so does everyone out there know what an auger is Oh no! Let's uh, oh you know, before we get to the auger, let's we got to start with a septic field. Does anybody out there know what a septic tank is? I would hope so. Well, a lot of these, you know, these, these big swanky New York types, you know, that just basically assume that everything goes down a pipe. They may not know. Okay, well, Cliff, what is a septic tank? Well, a septic tank is a great big tank that sits outside the house, and uh, every time you flush the toilet or you run anything down a drain, it goes outside into the septic tank, and from the septic tank, the uh, the, the the biological magic happens and somehow it it, it ends up in the ground and everything kind of goes away. 
And that goes right into our lake, right next to the uh, pipe that brings in our drinking water. Is that right? Well, yeah, yeah, kind of. I mean, you know, look, let's face it. We're not on a big lot here. So the septic tank is uh, 10 feet away from the cottage, which is 20 feet away from the lake. So, you know, we're in fairly close proximity. But, you know, hey, on most conditions, the system works. I mean, that's really disgusting. I mean, you mean when you flush the toilet, the stuff just doesn't magically just kind of disappear into the ether? It actually goes somewhere? Actually, it does. Actually, in fact, the reality of it is, since the the septic field or the septic tank is actually higher than the cottage, um, when you flush a toilet or anything in the cottage, it actually goes into a tank, which has a pump in it, and it pumps all that stuff out to the septic field, which it it it's kind of like a it's kind of like a sump pump, like a lot of people would have in their house in in low lying areas to pump. Uh, 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 rainwater that that comes into their basement, pump it out of their basement and out into the uh, out into the storm sewers or out into a ditch in the front of their house. But it, this is basically in a great big tank that's full of well, um, and that the uh, toilets and drains in the house can feed it. Okay, so 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 what you're saying, Cliff? You mean if, if it's this, a if shit all pump? The, if all this poop goes into this tank in the crawl space, which we have, and then a pump pumps it uphill into the septic field, septic it's a shit tank, pump. and it gets really cold outside, what stops the pipe from freezing that goes up to the septic tank? And what happens if it freezes? Oh, well, I think I've lived through this winter. Yes, we have. Well, you see, normally we put like some, you know, styrofoam SM insulation on the ground, which insulates the pipe that's just a few feet underneath the ground that goes into the septic tank. And it, it gets it to enough. be minus 40 up here, Cliff. Well, we hadn't quite accounted for that much insulation on the pipe. And uh, we normally don't. We've had some pretty mild winters lately, so we've been kind of lackadaisic and, uh, and, 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 and a little bit off, off of our game as far as making sure that pipe is insulated. And, uh, well, you know what happened this winter. Well, you know, Cliff, I always thought, that uh, you know, if if you drank and uh, hang on, I'm going to adjust my mic here, so we're going to a little squelch, squelch. Uh, you know, I always thought that you know, if we were up here and drank enough beer, there'd be enough alcohol in the urine that would fill the pipe, and it would just be like putting antifreeze in your car in the winter. I mean, uh, yeah, it just wouldn't freeze anymore because hey, you, if as long as you kept that alcohol content high enough, you know, you'd be in good shape. Obviously, this year I was wrong. I always thought the same thing. You know something? Um, maybe we should stop showering. Could be we just didn't drink enough this uh, winter, Cliff. Or we showered without alcohol. So, so, you know, what what happened? Um, the, uh, well, basically the symptom was that the septic pump in the crawl space wouldn't shut off. So we couldn't flush any toilets or run anything down the drain because... Everything was full. Well, I mean, if it wouldn't shut off, isn't that a good thing? It's just pumping all that stuff up to the septic field. Uh, just keep on pumping, no. man. Sounds good to it me. Was, it was trying to pump stuff, but it wasn't going anywhere, which is why it wouldn't shut off, because it couldn't move anything. Um, uh, we came to the conclusion that the pipe going from the cottage to the septic tank had frozen, or the septic tank itself had frozen. Uh, now it's coming back to me. This, this was like my worst nightmare. Well, I, I seem to think that we had a brilliant idea. Uh, we took the uh, cement lid, which is rather heavy, off the septic field, 
and uh, we uncovered the earth down to the pipe where it fed in, and it seems to me we heated a few kettles of water to pour over this stuff to try and thaw things out, and that just didn't quite work. And when we lifted that cement lid off the septic field, uh, do you recall what we saw down there? Because I do. Yeah, we saw something down there that, uh, well, it didn't look too pleasant. It was, uh, it, 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 it kind of looked like a, uh, um, oh, let's see how we can make this in a point. A that, um, I'm thinking maybe a, uh, a, uh, a, 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 a chilled mocha latte. Uh, it was Ice. it was disgusting. Uh, thank goodness it was winter; didn't smell too bad. But we the whole septic tank was frozen. Okay, so it was brown and then it was icicles. Yeah, and uh, you know I I had this tool, and of course we're all about tools here and stuff. And I bought this tool quite a while ago, and it was a manual one rather than power, which you know Cliff would never forgive me for. But I had no use for the power tool that much. But one of my great ideas on the little bay here was to auger down through the ice to uh, get to the water and you have to go down a foot two feet sometimes and get a pump and then spray the water over the bay to make a nice little skating rink now i never did that but i did have my uh, my handheld auger uh, the idea came to us probably after too many beer that Gee, if the septic thing is frozen, you know, this. let's get out the kettle to thaw out the pipe. We'll dig it up. Now let's get the auger out, and we'll free up the ice in the septic tank. Well, I, actually, actually, the first the, the first thought was that, because we knew that the septic tank, being a great big tank, and, of course, we don't run that much into it, we figured the septic tank was probably empty underneath, but there was, like, a skin of ice on the top where the... the, the uh, the stuff was coming into the septic tank, and all we had to do was basically crack through that crust of ice on the top, and we'd down to we'd be down to an empty septic tank. So, of course, the first thing we thought of was, well, we got lots of axes in the crawl space, so let's go get an axe. So, of course, we go get an axe, and Bruce is wailing away on this ice with his axe, and of course, the ice chips from him wailing away with his axe are flying all over the place, and we're kind of thinking, you know, this can't be too healthy. There's got to be a better way to do this. They were and, brown ice chips. Well, they weren't completely brown, but, you know, I mean, let's face it. We knew where it was coming from, and we thought, you know, ice chips flying out of a septic tank. I can think of healthier ways to spend an afternoon. Jeez, so, Cliff, what did you have for dinner last night? This looks really disgusting. Look, I had three Guinnesses and a steak. Give me, a, give me strength, okay? And it's probably still in the pump in the crawl space. Whatever you're dealing with with the axe, that was probably breakfast two weeks ago, so deal with it. My thought was, you know, Bruce has got this really nice ice fishing auger, which is basically like a great big drill bit that's about a foot diameter and is intended for drilling holes through the ice for ice fishing. Oh, thought, let's go into the septic field with this one. Well, I thought, you know, hey, let's just drill a hole through it with the auger. You know, I mean, what's the big deal? We'll drill a hole through this crust of ice, and we'll crack through to the empty space underneath. The water will flow, and all will be right with the world. Right? Wrong. Right? Wrong. Right? Okay, well, we, I tried. We, we did get through the crust of ice, which was more than just a small crust, uh, it did stink like hell. It made a mess over everything. And uh, that was great, except the water still wouldn't flow into the tank because the pipe itself was frozen solid. And we poured 
kettle after kettle of water on that pipe, but obviously the ice went down deeper than we thought. So, uh, you know what? You just got to go out sometimes and pee in the woods. That's the only solution. But it doesn't change the fact that I got your nice ice fishing auger covered, and you know what? Oh, it's disgusting. Anyway, so that was our adventure this winter, and now with all the snow, we're facing flooding. Uh, Water is two feet above the normal level, the high point in the summer. Yeah, I wasn't kidding. The dock is two feet underwater. Our floating dock, which fortunately is chained to the solid dock, is just floating there very nicely. And the bridge we talked about in a previous uh, show that uh, we had built, I had come up just for the day. And, uh, you know, it's not very often that that Cliff is wrong. I have to to give him credit. uh, He sees things through. He thinks things through. But this one, he was wrong. He said... That bridge won't float. Don't worry about it, Bruce. If the water comes up, it will just sit on the dock or sink. We'll pull it out in the spring because it's got all this hardware on it. It's got 400 pounds of steel inside that thing. I came up anyway and chained it to the dock. And we're out here right now. And I can tell you, I'm looking out the window. And that puppy that Cliff said would sink is floating at the end of the chain. So I would have lost that on the middle of the lake. Now, the problem we got right now is the ice is not completely off the lake. In fact, the ice hasn't even broken. And what that means is if the ice breaks and the wind comes in from the south, it's like a, it's like a, a, an ocean liner moving to shore. It'll move a mile up shore just through momentum. And we, we could lose our dock, the whole dock system this year, just through Mother Nature and the wind. So our fingers are crossed. Uh, we're hoping that uh, either the water goes down before the ice breaks up or the ice melts with no wind. And uh, we just have to wait and see. We're, uh, we're, that's all we can do, really. Well, look on the, good, look on the bright side, Bruce. If, if, if the ice breaks up and it comes inshore now, it'll, be completely, it'll completely miss your dock. Well, it'll go right over it probably at this point. Because <laughs> the dock's a foot underwater. Mind you, it could kind of shred the floating dock. Now, Cliff did lasso a neighbor's dock. Uh, It's a type of dock that's gravity set on posts into the bottom of the lake. They're not bolted into the bottom of the lake. They're just sitting there and up against the shore. We went over and checked it out, and it's kind of floating. So we we did do a good Sumerian deed, or at least Cliff did. He found a ski rope, and he didn't try going skiing, thank goodness. But he uh, he lassoed the ladder that was uh, bolted to the dock to get in and out of the water and tied it into the footings of the cottage. So our neighbors will have a dock in the spring, which they may not have had without uh, Cliff's intervention. I still think you had the best idea. We should have floated around the bay into your bay and tied it onto your dock and called it ours. Well, I was pretty tempted. You know, we could get out the uh, file and file down the serial number. Just yeah, and painted a different color. They never come visit. They'd never know. Yeah, they never come over here. They never say hi. That'll learn them. So that's kind of the adventures and up to date right now. There's not a whole lot else going on here. We were just down at Lightning Mike's to check out his place. He's done a big renovation, uh, and you know, drank some of his beer. He's just come out of the hot tub. So I, I miss, I miss my tub, miss my time in the pool. But uh, we'll catch up on that another, another time. Other than that, uh, gee, Cliff, you got anything else, Dad? All I can think of is if we get any more water up here, I'm going to need a boat to get home. I'll tell you, I was tempted to leave a car on either side of that puddle uh, that's flooded across the road, but I think we're going to be okay by tomorrow. 
Hey, I'm thinking we should specialize in waterworks. I mean, the the uh, the irrigation trenches we've put in to try and clear the water out of the driveway so that the cars don't float away. Uh, I'm impressed, man. We've done some beautiful work out there. Yeah, well, that's true. I came down and, and the driveway was a bit of a river. Uh, Cliff had done a terrific irrigation scheme, only he let it run about 30, 50 feet down the driveway, washing all the sand and gravel off the driveway. And I pointed wanted out, to clean the driveway for I, you, man. I pointed out to him that you know if we cut this across at the top end of the driveway, uh, we'd preserve the rest of the road. So anyway, we went to work. Yeah, on but the driveway's little, nice and clean now. On a little gully I'd made before, built it up, and uh, so now it's uh, it's not going to take out my road at least, but uh, or my driveway. But it's it's draining well. A lot of water everywhere. The crawl space we've got about two inches in the middle of water coming up underneath the ground. Uh, the sump pump down there is working like crazy. Can't keep up with it. Um, what else is new? Magansers were in the bay. Trumpeter swans are back. Blue herons are back. No mice in a spa. No mice in the spa. I think I finally found where the mice were coming in in the crawl space. We'll wait Man, and see what happens. We've solved it with a piece of duct tape. I'm heartbroken. And, uh, you know, Cliff has an aversion to dead mice. Uh, he won't even check the damn mice spa. But anyway, there were no mice in it. Peanut butter, not peanut butter had not been touched. priority list. Duct tape had not been touched. I think I've solved this with duct tape and no deck screws. Oh, man. That's like no good. Did you use power tools? Absolutely not. Tore it off with my bare hands, taped the hole. There you go. No mice. I think we're going to have to uh, bolt a board in over top of that thing to, uh, if nothing else, an excuse to use power tools. So I think we should wrap up with the turkey of the day, turkey of the week, turkey of the month. And I've got a candidate here. i got to tell you. Whether you're in Canada or the United States, you probably have the same perspective of politics as I do. You might have anyway. And that is, the big question is, do you have to be corrupt to go into politics, or does politics corrupt people who go into it? I am so unimpressed at the moment with our Prime Minister. And the reason being, well, there's a couple of reasons going on, actually. But the one right now is there's a big motion that was in place within the United Nations to make water a right basically, of all people to have access to good, clean, healthy water. And we know that so many people on the planet do not have that. And everybody, well, there's a huge number of people working towards solving that problem. And Canada, and the U.S. is not part of this, and I don't know why. I have not studied this or read up on why they're not in on this thing. But they are opposed to it. And Canada stood up and blocked the direction of the UN, the European countries, and several other countries around the world to make water a right of people. And there's only one reason for blocking it. Pure financial greed. And by the way, Canada, in the form of Stephen Harper, sided with George Bush on this one. And i got to tell you, if there's one tool of the day today, one turkey of the day today, whatever you want to call them, it's Stephen Harper and his position on the rights of people to have clean, fresh water. But he's turkey all day, every day. I'll reserve my judgment on that, at least in an auditory sense.
Okay. So I guess that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming by. And we'll catch you on the next episode of Cottage Tech. So from Bruce and Cliff the Cottage Moose, I think we're going to call him the Moose from now on. Oh, man. There goes my rep. Can only improve it, Cliff. (laughs) Once you're at the bottom, you've only got one way to go, and that's up. Well, that's assuming the lake water doesn't keep coming up. Okay, my man, that's it. Awesome. We're out of here. Hope you get to your cottage. Take care. There's another episode of Cottage Tech in the can, episode 9. Hey, got like the tool of the day, the ice fishing auger. Okay, I know it wasn't intended to go through septic tanks, but hey, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, so at least I cleaned it off by drilling a hole in the lake ice and flushing it in the lake. Um, well, okay, it was the most sanitary thing to do, but hey, there's lots of water in the lake, so I'm sure it's diluted. Everything else seems to be running okay up at the cottage. We didn't lose anything this winter, so we're happy about that, including the bridge for the floating dock. Full marks to Bruce for chaining that bad boy down. I really didn't think it would float, but obviously it does. And for those who keep a track, I did get my first afternoon brewski out on the dock. It meant putting on the goat boots and uh, treading softly, but I did get out there. In fact, my dear wife caught it on film, so we'll see about getting that up on the website. For those of you that like to follow that stuff, I don't know why, but for those of you that do... Um, we'll see about getting that picture up on the website. Um, hey, I'd like to thank Jeremiah Fleming for the intro and the outro music on this episode. You can find more about him on podsafeaudio.com. Hey, we'll provide a link on our website to him as well. you got to support uh, open source music. and uh, uh, um, uh, It's just some good stuff out there. So please, if you like this stuff, feel free to get out to Podsafe Audio and support his stuff. Anyway... For uh, Bruce Hansen and myself, I'm Cliff Robertson. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for participating. Thanks for listening. We hope you get to your cottage.